0: The moment you've been waiting for is almost here. Game of Thrones Season 8 premiere is happening. And today, Nick Roush and TJ Walker are here to talk about it all on another episode of Kentucky Thrones Radio. TJ, can you can you contain your excitement?
1: Did you think that it wasn't going to happen? No, it's
0: just, it, it's, it's been so long. We haven't had new content in, what, two years or so? It's just the the wait. The wait is the hardest part. And I can't believe it's finally here. Yeah, but the thrill of the first episode. Man, its uh, my adrenaline, my heart is pounding just thinking about it. I was watching the Battle of the Bastards last night, and now I'm just like ready to whip out the sword, whip out long
1: call, take them on, let's go. Lucky for Brooke. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm pumped up about it, and I thank goodness we have the Masters starting on Thursday to help get us there. Uh, yeah, and then Sunday the is, like, I hate Absolutely hate wishing away my weekend. But like but man. see you Friday and Saturday. Get me back to Monday for all I care because you know what? That means we're going to get to Sunday night That's and the thing. get the Game of Thrones episode. And at least we'll have the Masters right. Championship on Sunday to get us to that point. I think
0: it's very important for everybody to keep yourself busy because <laughs> Friday, Friday know. is uh spring UK spring game. Yes. Maybe go to Keeneland or something. Uh Kentucky Roll Call is going to be broadcasting out there. Uh Saturday is i've got a wedding saturday also it'd be a decent day to go to the track and thunder over thing, so. louisville thunder over louisville a great way to pass time and then sunday just getting till nine o'clock
1: whoo no we'll have golf up until like six yeah. or seven and that will be good and then you just maybe watch Ooh, the maybe last episode of season. uh well you can get you can you can you can do whatever you want on your sunday okay i'm okay. gonna do what i want okay okay
0: yeah uh now did you watch uh kit harrington on saturday night live did you see that?
1: No, I did not. Did you hear that? No, I did
0: not. No, so, Jon Snow was the host on SNL and uh, sh- clean shaven. And they did the thing where they asked people in the audience, you know, and during the monologue, and it's like, so who's going to win Game of Thrones? And then, like, Amelia Clark stands up and uh, oh, Samwell really? Samuel makes an appearance. Yeah. And he's like, so uh, are we still going to hang out and stuff? Or, you know, he's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, well, what about next Tuesday? No, I'm busy. He's like, oh, you've changed. Yeah. The best line was Amelia Clark going, hey, do you remember when we had sex in in the last season? He goes, what? He goes, she goes, yeah, they filmed that. <laughs> that is funny. classic. Yeah. Yeah. His wife was there too. Egret. Uh, I don't know. Good. Where, I don't know what her real name is. Egret. Oh. Y- Egret
1: know nothing <laughs> is, her, is is her full name. That's why it's John Know Nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Makes more sense. Yeah. Um, But yeah, good stuff if you didn't catch that uh, on Saturday Night Live. Um, But today we're basically Rose Leslie. There we go.
1: We don't want to disrespect her. Man, do you think
0: her parents knew that she would be a redhead when they named her Rose?
1: It's a million dollar question. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that. I would say yes. Chicken
0: before the egg? Maybe the name Rose made her redheaded.
1: Could, yeah, could have potentially, sure, self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, speed into existence. Which supposedly, so they've so the episode one has been released. Uh, obviously, the premiere and, and whatnot. And did you see everybody in the premiere and how nice they looked? And it was fun to see everybody nice. together. And Cersei Ooh. wasn't there.
0: Uh, Brienne of Tarth had a crazy dress on. It was like fiery and yeah, it was pretty wild. That was the the big one I saw. I didn't know that Lene Hetty didn't make an appearance. Yeah. Which big fan of Lene Hetty.
1: She was not there, though. Oh. Cersei is not here. Common is not here. Why do you think they're not here?
0: <coughs> oh. Because they're not in the show anymore? Dum-dum-dum. Uh, Cersei is still in the show. Well, no, but, like, she's going to die. Forget quickly. the
1: bloody gods and listen to what I'm telling you. Cersei understands the consequences of her absence of the premiere, and she's still absent. Means I mean, she does not uh, intend to suffer those consequences, you know, the sept. Oh. Marjorie. Okay, the fact I fact you really, didn't get that—it I mean, was taking I mean, me a minute to pick up. I even—you I, I sh- should have gotten it on the Cersei is not here comment.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't. you didn't. No, uh, because I watched one. Battle of the Bastards. The Cersei is not here is the next episode I'm going to watch. But I—I I wanted to get some sleep last night. The national championship took me up too late. So thanks for shaming me, TJ. Thanks.
1: You're you're welcome. Uh, but no, it was cool to uh, see everybody there. But supposedly, and I'm not even going to look at them. But there are leaks out yeah, oh, there. Oh yeah,
0: I'm just trying just. Stop! I've waited this long. Don't.
1: First off, I'm not. I'm not even buying that the leaks are real. Yeah, me neither. But there's no way to know for sure because I'm not going to read them. Right. But that being said, uh, some, and this isn't a leak sort of deal, but like I think some of the actors and actresses, when being interviewed on the red carpet, talked about how the Zora High prophecy is, you know, it's it's real or it's it's touched on in the final season. Big deal. So. With that being said, mm-hmm. who's Azor Ahai?
0: So here's here's the thing, TJ. Uh, I gotta give uh, K. Rourke a shout out because he helped bring it full circle for me. Um, I, I think Azor Ahai is definitely Jon Snow. Um, I've just I'm locked in on that one. But the one thing about the prophecy that um, it gets kind of overlooked, but was a big deal in season two is Lightbringer. Mm-hmm. And Stannis supposedly made Lightbringer when they were burning the Seven on the beach, and he grabs the sword out of the thing, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Stannis is Azor high. But uh, I don't recall if it was in the show or not. But Maester Amon I remember he him specifically saying like when they pulled the blade out, like it looked cool when Stannis held it because it would shine throughout the room. But Eamon said he couldn't feel it. So, which leads me to think that. John is going to have to forge Lightbringer, and if you recall, in the uh, the original legend, is that it took he took thirty days and thirty nights to to forge it, and then when he put it in the water to cleanse it, it shattered. So he did it for fifty days and fifty nights, and this time instead of putting it wa- in water, he stabbed it through the heart of a lion.
1: Say what?
0: A Lannister, if you will, and then. When that didn't work, that actually broke again. He did it for 100 days, 100 nights. And then he asked his wife lions. to bare her chest, and he stabbed it through her heart. And that's what made Lightbringer.
1: Other way to see boobs, you know?
0: Yeah. That's, that isn't, she, she didn't need to take the, <laughs> the dress <laughs> off. He could have <laughs> just done it, but, you
1: know. No, you know, I still don't <laughs> just know if it's going to pierce through the, is that, is that a corset? No, nah, we better yeah. just, yeah. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Maybe I won't murder you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, which uh, leads me to believe that the line, uh, the water could be uh, taking down the Greyjoys first, and then stabbing a Lannister, and then killing Daenerys. Could be, yeah. And part of it, is, I, I've mentioned it a few times, is that I think Tyrion, he's in such good graces with John and Daenerys right now because remember he was buddies with John on the Wall, and you know they had that kind of moment where he's like, you know, we're both bastards in the eyes of our fathers. Um, so they've been buddy buddy for a long time. He's now buddy buddy with Daenerys. He's the perfect person to be the person to betray him. And I, if I do recall, there was the the prophecy that Daenerys got in Carth, where there would be three to betray her. Has there been three yet? I know there was Jorah was one of them. I don't know if there if we have gotten to the third one yet. But maybe Tyrion's that third
1: one. Yeah, could be. I don't think we've gotten to the. third.
0: I, I think that th- that's a big Snet moment, though, is just making Tyrion a bad guy. Because up to this point, everybody's loved him, even though he's he's a lovable dwarf.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. Um, all right. There's some other stuff I kind of want to get to.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. The
1: uh, I, I I've been kind of fascinated as of late with uh, Melisandre, the Red Priestess. Just kind of hanging around. Well, just like I feel like she has a role to play. Well, certainly has a role to play. I feel like she has been giving us hints throughout the entire show. And the most recent one was with Varys saying, you know, I've got to die in this strange country with you. I brought fire and ice together. I think I've done my part, but I still have to die in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the the caveat that would scare me if I was Varys would be like, just like you. Oh, wait, I'm dying here? And how do you yeah. know that? And how am I dying? But also people forget this one. Where she's talking to Arya, where when Ooh. when Gingery goes with Melisandre uh, for some gold, there's a little gold for yeah. human trade. Brothers without mm-hmm. banners. Yeah, she says, "I see darkness in you when talking with Arya," and she looks really shocked, like when she looks into Arya's eyes, like whoa. She says, "I see darkness in you," uh, and in that darkness, eyes staring back at me—brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes—eyes eyes sealed shut forever. We will meet again is what she says to her. So, like, first off, Melisandre obviously knows a lot. Yeah. And I think she's been given hints throughout the show of what is going to happen. What do you make of that that quote Uh, with Arya? Is Arya going to be a bad person? And do you see a twist with, like, Arya having been killed when she went blind and her face has been used? The only thing I don't understand about that, though... Is like then why be so why vindictive go, yeah, and kill go, the phrase and right. do that? Like, and if you wanted to pose as Arya Stark, then you could have just done that without killing the phrase and whatnot. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't understand that. But I see nar- darkness in you as Arya, I just always a bad guy, thought bad that it,
0: The House of Black and White. I thought that that was, it was she was going to be an assassin, and I. So in my mind, that kind of prophetic statement. I just, I feel like it's already come true. Um, but the way you, I, I forgot where we were talking about this. Whenever she, Arya, she's got this like ominous tone about her now that I could see her maybe doing something else bad. And that's could be why she's running in the trailer.
1: Could be. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm curious what's uh, what's going on with her as well. Uh, and then also the, with the Varys where she says you've got to die in this country. You got to remember the other red priestess that Varys saw while over in Essos said to him that, you know, I, I well, let's rewind. Yeah. And Varys tells Tyrion that, like, I remember when they cut off yeah. my junk and they threw it in the fire, mm-hmm. and I could have swore when it got in the fire that I heard a voice tell me something. And then that Red Priestess later on, I think that was season three that he tells Tyrion that, and I don't know what season it is, I guess season five or six, that Varys talks to that Red P- Priestess. and uh Season six. I saw it the other
0: day. The one in Marine, and she tells
1: yeah. her, she tells him, "Do you remember what you heard that night when the sorcerer tossed your parts? I like that they call it parts too." Uh, in the fire, you heard a voice call out from the flames. Do you remember? Should I tell you what the voice said? Should I tell you the name of the one who spoke to you? He's like, no. Like, but what is it? And why is this important? Because you feel like it's got to be somehow. Like, what was said to him when he's getting his his giblets thrown into fire? And why is this important in the big picture of Game of Thrones? But I feel like it has to be otherwise. Why?
0: So I was thinking the other day, like, what are the best religions in the Game of Thrones? Like, I was thinking of, like,
1: if we no, did. why are we doing Game of Thrones? Let's talk best religions in our real life. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but I was trying to think, like,
0: if we power rank them in what pecking order they would be. And reward has to be at the top of it just because it does, that rope faith does all of the cool stuff. <laughs> like it does all the prophecies, they're farting out demons that are killing people, like a lot of cool stuff. And then I would probably say the old gods, because Brand has cool powers too, and it's probably through the old gods of some sort. And then I guess the seven the worst ones obviously the Iron Islands. Where they just drown you. It's mm. very depressing. Um uh,
1: but nonetheless. Not much of a swimmer.
0: I feel like that you're right in that. Why would you be so prophetic throughout the entire show if some of them weren't coming true? And that was kind of what like I wrote down today. it was a bunch of different prophecies. Like do we think they're going to be true or not? And I don't know what my only question is is like what they said to Varys or not? You're right. There's something there. I just can't put my finger on what it is. And to be frank, I kind of don't want it to cuz I'm I'm ready for some last second twists. Because the last season, no, there's going to be twists,
1: yeah, I, and there's going to be like there's going to be fa- fan favorites that we will leave not thinking as highly of, or maybe just be flat out villains, mm-hmm. and then there will be some people that we don't love that are going to have huge roles. Like I could see them making Theon probably in oh, no. like a martyr, but like being a hero. And yeah. you're like, man, I really hated him throughout the season, but he did that, and that really helped save the day. Obviously, at Jaime's going down that road, and I don't see them having him flip back. So I bet he'll have a, a a nice, inspiring story. But like people like Tyrion, he's the easy one to point to and say he's going to betray some people because he's been everything has been so great in his character arc. Arya could be an easy one just because there's so many different twists and turns that that could go in that direction. I do. I bet. I bet Arya is the one who kills Melisandre. Just mm, just a guess.
0: That's not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. because especially like she was on her list for a little while. I think she is taking her off. We haven't heard her talking about the list much lately.
1: No, we haven't. No,
0: but she was definitely on it at one point. Um, I The the big behind-the-scenes players, though, we lost one of them last season with Littlefinger. But you do still have Malisandre staring into her flames and Varus around, and th- they're definitely going to play a big role. And I'm just... I almost don't want to get... like I'm, I feel like I'm getting... I don't want to correctly predict things because I want to have I want to be surprised.
1: Really, the only big surprise. I do radio with you two two hours every day. You're not going to correctly predict things. Suck it!
0: But I I do think that there was something to um, like last season was pretty chalky, to use our college basketball betting terms. It was everything except the dragon dying. I think we kind of saw coming, and I think even then, like a lot of people thought that that was a possibility too.
1: Yeah, I think most people at some you just John know and Daenerys do it.
0: Do it, you know, like all the all the kind of we have a hunch and we want this to happen. Kind of did so. Now I'm ready for all of that to be stripped. I'm ready for them to kind of turn us back on our heads a little bit.
1: What would be the What would be the predictable thing to happen? Because I feel like there's so many theories out there that it's kind of. We get lost in the shot. Like I, I think the most storybook Disney ending would be Jon and Daenerys sitting together at the end of the series with yeah. a with a baby yep. and everybody. You know, you lost some people along the way, but you're your two Jamie kills Cersei,
0: and you know it's a comeback story, and somehow the dead yeah, he dragon leads the comes back right. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Sansa's back in Winterfell, and would who would cool Sa- Sansa be married the- to? Gen- Gendry? No, I the think Deberthe and, and Arya are
1: going oh, to yeah, are, yeah, are yeah, going yeah. to yeah. date. Um by the way there's a new theory that like Jon and Sansa based on the original script are going to are going to be Ooh. boyfriend and girlfriend. But that was Arya. Um hmm. and Sansa was married to Joffrey and has a kid. But We talked about that in the last Kentucky right. Thrones Radio. Uh yeah, the, the, what's actually predictable it's kind of tough cuz so many people have different theories of, of where things are going to go. Yeah, um
0: but if you were to I think the easy way to say, like, here here would be the most basic one, and that's you kill off some of your uh, side characters, like Samwell, you know, after he hangs around for a while, maybe a, a Tormund, Sarjora, take him out. Um, they have a big battle at Winterfell. You think that all hope is lost, kind of like Battle of the Bastards, and then Jon becomes a hero, and the dragons defeat the other one, and they kill the Night King and then all the undead live. I, I do think that killing like they're going to kill the Night King to be able to win the battle. Like the battle's almost lost, and they're going to kill a White Walker that wipes out like the rest of them. Because I think we have learned that as to be true is if you kill a White Walker, everybody they've raised up is done. So that I think that's the key. That's the keys to victory. Brought to you by Budweiser,
1: <laughs> well, Orange we, Vanilla Coke. We got a the, the, we got sponsors. Yeah, Orange Vanilla Coke. Oh. They're sponsoring everything nowadays. I like that they were having. A uh, at the final four, they're having like taste taste tests of orange vin- and like there's videos of you YouTube people being like, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my <laughs> yeah, life.
0: Like nobody yeah. want who approved of that.
1: Well, that being said, I will uh, if they want to sponsor us. Yes, please. Yeah, it's delicious please and orange and vanilla, all your favorite cool. flavors.
0: Ooh, I did want to ask you, DJ, the Valencar. the prophecy that the old witch had, um, that Cersei, she's going to have her kids die. Or she, or she was going to be a queen, and then all of her children were going to be taken from her, and then she'd be killed by the hands of her brother. So, all of it's happened up until this point, except she's still kicking. She's in control in King's Landing. She's making some moves. She's bringing the Golden Company over. She's got Euron Greyjoy. Will that prophecy come true? Will she die at the hands
1: of her brother? Yes, in one way or the other. Or what she thinks maybe is her brother, but Arya may be wearing a face or something. Ooh. Yeah, it will be a brother that directly or indirectly kills her. And I could see it being like a little twist of some sort. But yeah.
0: I, it, I, like Tyrion goes about the way it happens, but Jamie is the one who actually does it.
1: Like maybe something like that. Yeah. But Jamie,
0: he doesn't
1: have a hand. So could it could technically well, be at the he hands. Does have, he does have a hand. A hand.
0: Yes. What if he loses the other one and be like uh, Monty Python?
1: It's like the office. I mean, if I don't have any arms or Yeah. What kind of what kind of quality of life is that? Yeah. Uh no, but I, I do. I think that will be accurate to some degree. But in Game of Thrones fashion it'll be kind of like, Yeah, but but yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. I know
0: I, I see what you're saying there. Now, Cersei's storyline, that's one that like I'm not I haven't really like given much thought to. But do we really they're obviously gonna it's it's a lot of the show, they're gonna spend time
1: on it, on what's happening with her and the golden company, you're on, and then Theon tracking them down. I feel like Cersei's storyline is gonna be slow in the first few episodes. Like she'll be there and you'll get and, and you'll get to hear from her and you'll probably see her link up with get a new army and have to, you know, make some decisions. I don't think there's going to be any drama or major action in King's Landing for at least the first three Three episodes episodes, and and, and probably a little bit before them. We'll get that cut from the trailer where they're bringing the army over across the narrow sea. Yeah. A lot of people think that, uh, that it will be the white walkers that ascend on King's Landing and destroy it. And that like, they will lose the battle of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. The the humans, yeah, yeah, and they'll just go like straight to Dorne because they won't. They'll be like, we gotta we gotta bite our time as much as possible, and that most of the realm is just destroyed, including King's Landing. But that's where there's a battle at King's Land. Th- this is what some people think, and I could see it happening. There's a battle at King's Landing between the White Walkers and Cersei mm-hmm. and, and King's, and, and it's a good one, good battle. Uh, Cersei's killed. King's Landing is lost briefly, but like right at that moment is when Daenerys and everybody brings their army up from Dorne, and there's this huge battle at King's Landing and uh the Night King is defeated. Yeah. I Tyler brought it up when she made an appearance on our show
0: earlier in the week and the whole um the the vision in Karth where she in the House of Undying, where it looks like that the throne room is just a ruin, I can see that becoming true. At least for a little while. Yeah. Until the the I think it's another Easter egg that the kind of uh the logo for this season like in previous seasons it was like all of their faces in the in the house of black and white. Um uh, you had a couple different ones. This one it's Drogon's eyes, like behind the iron throne where I can see like all right, things are going bad but Daenerys is ultimately going to come in and just put fire on all of them and burn it to the ground.
1: Would be nice. Would be nice, and uh, you know I'm kind of seeing these, and I and I get it. It's a TV show, but you, like you see the trailers, and you see like the Golden Company, and you see uh, Game of Thrones has tweeted out like the gif of Euron's fleet. Like, like Daenerys could just tear those up instantly if she wanted mm-hmm. to. She could like land her dragon on the bow of a ship and be like, "All right, you guys gonna come up north with us?" No, no, is. Drokaris, is. You get it. This is a good dragon impression. I do. I do a mean dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else? What else are you looking forward to for this do season? Do you care at all about Theon? No. No. And like I said earlier, they're they're going to like paint him as a martyr hero. It's going to sure. be annoying. Maybe he survives too, because it'd be like the character that survives that does a lot of good. But you're just like, eh, is this even a win? Exactly. And like, yeah. I. I, I don't Wouldn't try. you be like, like, if you're the guy who plays him in real life
0: and you thought you were just going to be some little side character and they end up keeping you around for 10 seasons, like, that's a big win for him. Yeah. You know, he was just a little twerp. And I mean, he still is. And he got tortured a lot. But like, you know, still a good paycheck. Everything he did, though, was
1: self-inflicted. Yeah. Like, if he just doesn't, if he, when his father says, no, we're not helping the North, you Mm -hmm. idiot, he could have made a decision to just go back with Rob. Probably would have died, but mm-hmm. could have figured stuff out, or he could have just stayed there and said, "All right, well, that's fine. I'll stick with you all, but we're not going to attack the North. You know, yeah. I'm not going to go attack Winterfell." <laughs> right, right. No. They're... So everything he's done is self inflicted. I don't feel any. I don't feel bad for him. The fact he's having a redemption story doesn't mean anything for me. I don't care. It's kind of annoying. Or, yeah, like
0: Jamie has a good redemption story. Theon,
1: no. Yeah, not like him. Theon, you want to talk about privilege,
0: folks? <laughs> that guy grew up with a silver spoon. Oh stuff. man, there's a. There was an article on the Guardian that fake Barney sent me about is Game of Thrones racist, and it was just how monarchy It was it was it was quite a uh, quite well, a read. Well, is it? It's like oh, Daenerys is white privilege, it's like or she's just in a monarchy. You know, kings and queens they're they're privilege. That's it's kings and queens.
1: Do you think we find out what the Night King wants or why he's doing this, or is it just like hey, he's evil and wants to kill everything? Like do we get a I, I uh, don't I don't
0: want a Night King story. I I like bad guys that have a lot of mystery around them. Um I think that's what made Heath Ledger's Joker so good is because you didn't know his motives. It was some just want to see the world burn and I mean, now we're gonna find out his motives. I know. I, know. I think it looks good. It, I thought the trailer I thought the trailer looked good. But yeah, um, but yeah, I I hope we don't find out too much about the Night King. Now, would I like to know like a little bit more behind that brand flashback where they show him becoming the original one? Yes, um, but I don't need like a full, complete backstory. Maybe just a little bit more to to you know, just, just a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this. This first episode is going to be a nice. This one's going to be a
1: nice, warm welcome. You know, it's. Getting all the gang back together in Winterfell. They say that it's a really good first episode. I uh, wouldn't really expect anybody to say anything differently, but they say like this first one sets the tone.
0: Yeah, and I, I've heard that there there were actually some some good laughs in it too. Oh yeah, some comedy, some lighter moments. Um, you need some moment of moments of love. Yeah, I don't know
1: where like the a ton of battles would be. Uh, right. you could probably see the the night that the dead, the army of the dead, just maybe killing everything in sight at East watch by the sea. And maybe that just goes down just like that. But I don't know where the rest of the action would come from for the most part. So I I think it, it should be an action. But that's why I was a little surprised when I heard how great of an episode. The first one was because we want action. We want blood guts. Maybe we get some brand flashbacks, and that's where some of the action comes from. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good, and you and you will get the the big old reunion at Winterfell. Yeah. And, that, get and some it, like brand. Jay, you threw me off the cliff for yeah. the the tower, and then there's gonna be like. Oh, hey. I'm excited for Jamie and Tyrion again. Yeah. Like we got a little taste of that, but like. Ooh, Tormund and Brienne. Yeah. It would be nice. What if they just had like a raunchy sex scene between us two? <laughs> it <laughs> reminds me of the always sunny where they're talking about making like a a, a movie and they're like but here's the catch we show it <laughs> up close and they're like all right so just porn and they're like no 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 but this is tasteful <laughs> that's, what, that's, what I, that's what that's what that's what that's what my that's where my mind goes when i think of a potential torment and Breanne sex sexy but some people think uh Breanne is is to be with jamie
0: yeah yeah i can definitely see that Ooh, spin zone no,
1: Jamie ends up on the Iron Throne with Brienne as his queen. How about that? Yeah. that? That would be something nobody would guess. No. What would you say that like Brienne is like a Northern seven or eight, but like a King's Landing five? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan in yes, the office yeah. when he's like, yeah, New York six, but she's probably a, an eight in Screen Scranton. Eight, yeah. <laughs> the, the camera pans to Pam. <laughs> Oh,
0: man. Good stuff. I'm pumped. We're close, Nick Roush. Uh, We are so close. We are so freaking close. Now, I'm hoping to accomplish this on the website by Friday. We'll see. Um, But a lot of people do death pools. Yeah, we didn't do one. Um, Well, unfortunately, there's no, like, like, I don't know why none of the ESPNs or fantasy sites have done one where you can do widespread groups. Because I want to do something like that for KSR, but there's going to be too many people to, to keep track of it manually. I, I'm not smart enough to figure all that out. But we are going to do one within the KSR family, and I thought we could do LA6 for today. Okay. And there's going to be three options, and okay. it's dead, alive, or undead, which would mean white walker or white. Um. So they could either you know come back as just,
1: yeah. Is this at the end of the, the show? By the end of the show. Because the undead thing is a little tricky. You know, because they will probably be... Are you, are you and I on the same page that the like the Night King is going to get defeated? Yeah, yeah. Or at least, like, pushed back? Right, so uh, I think if they're undead at some point, that would disqualify.
0: Because most likely, that you know, like, everybody... I can't see bad just winning out. No. It would feel like a big waste.
1: Undead should just be if you're undead at any point in the yeah. show, then you chalk that puppy up. Right. Um, and then if you are ne- if you die but you're never a wit or a white, um, then you are dead. And then if you don't die, you're alive. Right. Want me to break down anything else for you? No. I think you just made it more confusing. No. No. I, that yeah. that people are going to be much more informed. Okay. Me. Good. Trevor, you want to get on this
0: action? Uh-
2: our radio I, producer I, I'm, Trevor. I'm still just calming down the laugh of Brian being a, a five in the north, and, <laughs> or a five in King's Landing and seven
0: in the north. Good job, TJ. You made it yeah. funny. Yeah. So yeah, I, we'll do we'll we'll do these six, uh, just to get just to get our feet wet, and then uh, we'll probably have a dozen or so that I'll put up on the site that I'll have our, our kind of picks and be like preseason predictions, except with a TV show and not way too early. Yeah, not no no. We're done with way too early top twenty fives. All right, number one, Tormund. Dead, alive, undead, alive. Ooh, hot take. That is a hot take.
2: I think he should be dead, and if, if he's gonna, and they're gonna survive the the wall crashing, then if I don't get that Brian sexy, I'm gonna be very upset.
1: Feel like you've got to have a wildling survive, and he is the only one that even fits the bill. Yeah. Do uh, we name
2: another wildling other than him
1: right mm, now?
0: The uh, thing is, Yigret- is torments <laughs> came so close, but yet he's still like. Why, they should have killed him off at the the ice bay or whatever. When they're surrounded on the island. He should have been dead then. He should have been dead when the wall came down. He's fine. I, I'm saying he's going to eventually eat the dust. Yeah, and but why not just kill back. him then? Because he's good comedic relief. They want to have that hot sex scene. You want to keep him around as much as possible. I'm going to say undead. I'm going to feel froggy. Trevor, you said alive? I'm going to say alive. Oh, okay. Cersei Lannister.
1: Dead, obviously.
2: Oh, I Ooh, ooh. Here's a hot take ooh. for you. I think Cersei kills Jamie. I think he I think he hesitates on pulling the trigger and she does it first.
1: What if, what if she comes back as a wit or white and that's how Jamie kills her. Hmm. Wait, so he is the Like she gets killed by she gets killed by the dead army. Okay. But Jamie kills her as a white. And technically the prophecy is true, kind of. Oh, that would be nice. Could happen. Hmm. But I'll just stick with dead. Okay. I'll let you
0: stick with that. I'm going dead. All right, Jamie Lannister. Oh wait, I didn't even move him on. Yeah. But she's gotta be dead, right? I think we're we we've all reached that conclusion that she's gotta die. Um you're gonna die, Clown. Jamie Lannister. I will say alive. Dead. Ooh, Trevor going with the dead. Um, I think Jamie's redemption story, even though he wasn't in that original five of the book pitch, I think that's become one of the bigger plot lines in the entire thing. And I just, I think he's got to stick around. Um, I, I think he'll have the ultimate redemption story. Jamie Lannister alive and well. Yeah. All right. This one, your favorite character. Okay. Samuel Tarley.
1: <laughs> alive. Oh. Well, alive. I think he lives. You gotta have one Maester left when see, it's all said and done. For me. I think this is actually like one of the biggest locks to to survive. I, I don't know if there's a character that I would feel more confidently in, and and one because I hate him, so of course that's going to happen. But secondly, it just makes sense for him to, to survive. See, M- um, maybe he dies end? and little Sam pick- becomes the best maester of, of all time. <laughs> so here's the thing
0: he, I think, ideally, he is the ultimate. Like, oh, why'd you kill Sam? Because I'm sure there's a sect of fans, not TJ, who are big Samuel Tarly fans. There aren't.
2: I'm, I like Samuel Tarly.
0: Yeah, and I think he's finding it. Like, he survived in spite of his deficiencies as a warrior. Like, he <laughs> killed a White Walker. For yeah, he of
2: reminded of me family. of going through high school for me. I mean, I, I love when they stripped to the, the, the wall.
0: So I I, th- I think that it would be a good, like, well, they finally got him kind of moment. But the reason why I think he's going to be alive is that he's going to be the one who tells the story, right? Yes. Like, he's yeah. going to be the one. He's the maester who writes the book and, ab- about the long night. And that's that's why he's a lock. And if you can bet on whether they're dead or alive in Vegas, I think that is the lock of the century. Does Gilly live,
1: though? Yeah, probably.
2: I don't know. I have a feeling she dies but he lives.
1: Ooh, that'd, that'd be, be good. That would, yeah. be, that would be. That would be Break heartbeat. Sam's heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just tear him down. Make him suffer. <laughs> okay, the big two. He would just settle down with the first person that <laughs> Cameron and Ferris, Ferris Bueller stay off. <laughs>
2: uh, I didn't know if you were going to get that refer- I you you go- I get well, reference. I didn't know. You didn't know if I was going to get the reference that I got if myself. If you were going for that reference or not or if you just were saying it just to say it. I didn't know if you were meaning a reference. I got it. I got it. Buddy. That's what I thought of when you said it.
0: Yeah, Daenerys Targaryen, D- undead, <laughs> undead.
2: Ooh, <laughs> at the same time. Uh, I'm just gonna go flat out dead.
1: Definitely dead. I mean, yeah, I don't. But i I'll, I'll, I'll.
0: You're gonna be froggy. I'll be froggy. Because the thing is, it's just it's too good. It's too good of an ending if she ends up alive. It's too happy of an ending.
1: I hope she. I mean, I. I would. I would be all right if her and John, John survived. I would be too. Like I think there'd be so many people who'd be like, "Oh, it's so cookie cutter." And uh, he, George R. R. Martin, says that he wasn't going to do like good versus evil and have good triumph. But like you know, you could still have both them live at some pretty pricey costs.
2: Yeah. What what a great twist would be if it's like just Daenerys and on like the only ones left and They can't. And so there's no, there's no hope for mankind. Because poor <laughs> Theon is not all there. That well, I mean, that'd, that'd be pretty funny. That great little twist to the show. So yeah. I
0: think, I think in my ideal world, because I talked about putting it through her heart to forge the sword, where maybe she is undead and he has to do it. Yeah. But I also think that there's some sort of like she. Enough time needs to pass in this where she pops out a baby. And then
1: dies, and I and I do think the timelines are going to be pretty dragged out. Like I, I think, especially the, towards the back end, I, I think like there's going to be an episode. They may not say it, but it'll be like, hey, this is like four months later. You know, I, I think this entire, I think every episode could be could span a significant period of time without them maybe saying it. Because if they travel from Winterfell anywhere to King's Landing, yeah. you're talking a few months. Yeah, I mean, right then and there. So yeah, and I think Jamie's I, got a
0: baby or Cersei's got a baby bump.
1: I think the time travel is going to uh, to be. As significant, what, maybe not as significant, but close to what we saw this past season.
2: Didn't they say it was two months in the original, the very first episode when when Robert comes from King's Landing to Winterfell? Didn't he say it was a two month trip or yeah. something? Yeah, and I they take say.
1: their t- and you can be a little bit more steadfast yeah. uh, in those trips, especially if you're being chased by the undead. But um right. it, you're, you're still, not ta- in you're still talking months. Big old, uh,
0: cart or what exactly. do they call those things? The caravan. So, yeah, like yeah. the yeah. Um, Will Cersei have her baby? No. Yeah, that's that's definitely a they're they're gonna want you to like feel good about like Cersei, oh poor Cersei, her baby's dead. And you're
1: like, Oh wow, well she's also an awful human being. So what are you saying for the baby? Assuming, of course, life starts at conception.
2: What if she has a kid? <laughs> what if she has a kid and it's an imp?
1: You should you should see the look Just, on Nick's face, being like,
0: "No, don't talk about and that." That is was talking politics. <laughs> 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 okay, last but not least, Jon Snow.
1: Ooh, boy! Uh,
2: technically, he's already undead, right? I mean, because he's died oh, once. <laughs> All right, technically.
0: I'll, well, actually, okay, <laughs> hey, Oscar
1: Martinez. I'll say I'll say alive because I think part of his punishment is going to be. Being alive. having to like live with so much grief and death and like oh and he's the sacrifices ha- he's had to make
0: i think he is going to begrudgingly be on the iron throne like he's he's going to want to be done with it but he's the only man suited for the job to rule after the long night yeah potentially yeah. I,
2: I say alive and I kind of agree with Tj a little but I think yeah the it's it's the the guilt part is going to be the his 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 death but but in living
0: man doesn't have the white hair though Got the Stark hair. Not yet, but keep stressing them out. Ooh. <laughs> like Mark Stoops losing hair. Yeah. Man, yeah, I just this has been fun. It's been fun talking Game of Thrones. We we get to go back to our roots though this week. We get to talk about an episode. We do. Instead of just Why don't you tell our our loyal listeners when we're going to record? Um probably Monday morning. We'll probably do it after the radio show Monday morning. Does that sound good to you, TJ? All right, so here's yeah,
1: here's the rules. Because you're I, gonna you're gonna watch Game of Thrones at nine. It's gonna end a little after ten. You're yeah. gonna go to bed. You're gonna wake up, listen to Kentucky Roll Call, which yeah. we will probably talk a little Game of Thrones just yeah. naturally. Yeah. And then we're gonna record. Nick will get that up that afternoon, and mm-hmm. by a little after lunch or in between yeah. lunch and dinner, you're right. gonna have some Kentucky Thrones radio.
0: Yes, it'll be
1: a great routine. We would,
0: and the thing is, I've thought about like, well, what if we just do it the night after? I like to have some time to marinate it because
1: instant reaction I, isn't good. Like. It's usually you, – you miss some things. If I uh, – what's it? If I had my druthers, I would I would like to do it as soon as it ends. And I know, like, it would be – it probably wouldn't be as polished if we did it, but I think it would be more authentic. Maybe on, like, the finale, the finale, we can do it that night.
0: I also worry about how intoxicated I would be.
1: No, nah, I don't see the issue. <laughs> Drink wine. I think that makes it more entertaining, to be honest with you. We'll always have that one night in Augusta where we were kind of <laughs> drunk and did it. No, that was South Carolina. Spartanburg. Spartanburg. Yeah. Maybe.
2: Okay. Where does this show go? One
0: going? night in Spartanburg. B <laughs> list <laughs> <laughs> yeah. romantic comedy that you find at gas stations. So that
1: that, that will be our uh, our schedule. But this is crunch time, folks. So if you could please share this, yes. Uh, we don't ask that often, and definitely subscribe give us a on yeah. Subscribe and give us some some ratings on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the uh, the beginning of the end.
0: No, well, we're going to do podcasts afterwards.
1: I know, but, like, this is, this, you know, we how long, what season do we start doing this? Four or five? I think four or five. I think five. Four or Because five. We, we've done three, I think.
0: Okay. Four, yeah.
2: Not, not to put the horse before the car, but when does the spinoff start?
1: I think they're going to try to get like it, like, next summer. Now, yeah. yeah. So, I don't think they're going to. boom they're gonna Mm. wait too long keep this thing
0: rolling and then of
1: course we'll have to do the george r R. R. martin book club whenever the book comes out in the next 36 years oh god we're gonna have kids we're gonna have grandkids by then (laughs) we are yeah Yeah.
0: well you'll still have us folks you'll still have us
1: i he's not getting any younger either george come on buddy nobody is it's it's life TJ. well game of thrones life
0: (laughs) molly sandra she doesn't get any older that's true. She stays the same age. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the show, Sunday. Woo! It's finally here. Congrats, everybody! You made it. Thanks for listening to Kentucky Thrones. Oh
1: yeah, we got some time.